record on that one. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is a kind of an impromptu. Now we're a little bit late. I'm just getting home from work, so bear with me here. How is everybody doing? Let's flip that to live chat really quickly. I'm gonna I'm gonna let people file in here just to just to just for a few minutes before we we kick off. I'm sure you can read. And for the people listening on the podcast later, I will be reading what is on the screen right now. Don't you worry. You'll all be you'll all be tuned in here in just a moment. Uh, I'm just gonna take a sip of my a sip of my iced coffee. Get this nice and cool. Hello, Demon Wolf, nineteen ninety one. How are you doing? Um, I'm not on camera today because I literally just got home from work and I am an absolute fucking mess. So y'all get y'all get to like see me in my wonderful, wonderful Huntress cosplay from Dead by Daylight, <clears throat> um, which is fitting because we're talking about cosplay today. Breaking news, by the way, breaking news. Um, for those of you who are regulars for the show, um, y'all won't be surprised in the least. Okay. Y'all won't be surprised by this little bit of news because I've actually talked about this person, uh, several times before, several times before. Um, but now I guess, uh, I guess he's kind of worn his welcome through the Toronto cosplay community because now he's getting eaten alive. I guess they're hungry. I suppose that they, I suppose they're hungry. I suppose that it's been a while since they've, they've had something to, to chew on. So hello, Michael Sitko. Welcome. Welcome everybody. Welcome. We're going to be talking about this here. As you can see, this is not my photo, by the way, this is uh, from, this is from the person that, uh, that Instagram there. Um, so this, this is a, this is from Instagram. This is an announcement posted on Instagram. Hello, action toys. Hoping that y'all can hear me. Hoping that everybody can hear me. We got a topic today, real quick. We got a topic today, really quick. So I'm just gonna give this a few more minutes. To let uh, let people, some people file in here before we really dig into this. Um, I'm gonna be saving this for a, a very brief podcast. Yes, Airtie. <laughs> you doing? I'll probably be on Twitch after this too. I'll probably be chilling on Twitch after this. But hello, Chris Jacobson. How are you doing? Good to see you all. Good to see you all here. We have some. We have something. A uh, breaking news to talk about now. Again, for people who have uh, who have watched uh, Knuckleheads, you would have heard of this story um, several times because I bring up this. I bring up this individual quite a lot. I don't really name him. I don't name and shame usually, unless there's a reason to. Um, and now there's kind of a reason to. Now there's now there's kind of a reason to. Before I only had my individual experiences with him which you know y'all can take my y'all can take my word for it uh to a certain degree right and uh, i i've very poignantly stated a number of things about this uh, this particular person and uh recovering from health complications today but you're here because well, what else to do hello catnip dave i'm happy that you're here with us and that you're not somewhere else as in, like, you know, afterlife. That's, uh, it's better to be alive than not alive. Because, because you know, like, that, what's that, what's that saying? Mostly dead is still alive, right? 
Mostly dead is still alive. I'm just sipping on my uh, I'm sipping on my iced coffee here. Now this is uh, this is not something I would usually do. Honestly, it's not something I usually do. Um, but I, when I saw this come across my my feed, um, I knew I had to dig into this right away. I had to dig into this. I had to jump on as soon as I possibly could uh, because this is actually some pretty big news. This is some pretty big news. And I know it sounds a little bit, a little bit lax with, uh, with what's on screen right now, but I'm going to get into a bit more because we have more than just what's on the screen. So for people that are listening at home, people who aren't watching, people who can't see, physically see what's, uh, what's on the screen here. Um, there is, a, and for people who might not understand what the, what this whole thing, what I'm rambling here about at 12.08 AM on a Sunday morning, a Saturday night, Sunday morning. But if you've, if you've listened to Knuckleheads before, I have mentioned this photographer several times. I've brought him up quite a few times. <laughs> you've been to the afterlife. It's, uh, it's overrated. Um, I've brought, I've brought up this photographer on a number of occasions when I've pointed out hypocrisies in the uh, Toronto cosplay community, right? So the day of reckoning has finally come. Let me just, let me just say, let me just say, take a moment. Let me just take a moment to praise the Lord. Cause the day of reckoning has arrived. Fitting that it's on Easter weekend too. Fitting. Let me just say that but uh all all joking aside all joking aside this is actually pretty serious um this is, this is a pretty serious thing so to give people background just i'm kind of buying myself a little bit of time here i'm waiting for waiting for people to file in here and get the notifications i won't ramble too long i promise you I promise you all. I hope you're all having a, a good Easter weekend, by the way, as much as we can't do anything here in Ontario. You're wondering if I could possibly video chat with me because you have some Vic Mignogna mini convention news. Um, possibly. Possibly. We can always, we can always talk about it sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> Praise be to the Lord. We have a day of reckoning. But yeah, so, so to give people an idea, as I keep saying this, but I haven't gotten to the point yet, mostly because I'm trying to buy time, um, is that there's been an individual that I have known of, not personally. I don't know him personally because he's, he's a weirdo, and I don't really associate with weirdos. But there's, a, there's an individual that I've known for quite a long time, he is the creepy professional photographer. Yes, Catnip Dave. Yes, he absolutely is. Um, so people who have who are stepping into this for the first time, people who are hearing this podcast for the first time, let me just go back into time. Let me just go back into time here for a moment. So I don't even know how long ago this was. This this was probably let me see. This was before Kitchener Comic Con. This isn't smite. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this was before Kitchener Comic Con. So we're talking about pre-2015. I think we're talking about 2013, 2014. If my memory serves me correctly, this is before 
the age of heroes. This is before Kitchener Comic Con um, was even a dream, really. This was the this was the this was when Tricon was still a thing. I knew about this individual for many many years. So for people out there who are wondering, and people who are, who are out there listening on the podcast, um, this individual goes by the name Tom Savage. He has uh, he has an Instagram account. Average Studios is what he goes by. Um, pretty much everywhere. It's, uh, so he's a, he's a known photographer in in my area in uh, the Kitchener Waterloo area. He's also well known in the Toronto cosplay community and a Golden Horseshoe. Um, he is a he is a quote unquote professional cosplay photographer, and uh, I've never had a, I've never had a photo shoot with him, so I can't speak to the quality of his work. I mean, obviously he's very popular uh, with cos. He was very popular with cosplayers. He was a very known name. I mean, he's he's not like and he's not a Drew, right? He's he's not a, a a super photographer, but he's he's known in our in our community in our area. So, um, years ago, years ago, my interactions with him were very far and few between. Um, mostly because you know I wasn't uh, I didn't look I didn't look good scantily clad in a in a bikini or anything like that. So. Um, I never, never really paid attention to me. Um, however, um, when I knew of him, he would, uh, he, he would be hanging around the groups of like young, attractive, um, cosplaying females. And he would be constantly like taking photos of them as photographers are want to do. Right. That's, that's generally what happens. Um, I've detailed stories about this individual where I've personally witnessed him being a bit weird. Now, when I mean weird, I'm going to get into that detail in just a moment. So, so bear with me here. I got, I got to paint a picture here. Uh, you hate the cliche, but uh, <laughs> the shoot would look better with a bit more skin BS. You're you're getting there. You're getting there, Catnip Dave. So when uh, when I knew of him, he was uh, he was hanging around very heavily with one of the most prominent cosplayers of of our area. I'm not going to name her name, um, mostly because. She's a she's a bit of a, a weirdo herself, and she's threatened to sue myself and uh, the convention that I was a part of multiple times. So <laughs> she's she's very litigious and uh, very unhinged. So I'm, I'm not going to name names. Um. So uh, I'm I'm not going to name her name the the person the person that uh, that Mr. Savage had been around. So he used to be hanging around with one of the most uh, popular and most prominent cosplayers uh, from our region um, who had been just who, basically her budding career. Um, she, you know, was the, the most attractive person in her group of friends. She was the most popular person. She was this, that, and, and the bag of chips, right? And so she'd have people um, getting getting her cosplays all the time, et cetera, et cetera. So she would get, she'd get photo shoots all the time. And uh, Mr. Savage was primarily her photographer. Now, I I don't know with 100% certainty. Okay, I'm going to say 99.9% certainty because this individual, like the the cosplayer and myself um have had a back and forth on Twitter where she had accused me of um something something or other, you know, insulting her boyfriend. Um and the only person I've ever insulted was Mr. Savage. So I don't know for 100% sure that they were dating at one point. I'm I'm pretty sure they were, but I'm not 100%. Like I said, 99.9% sure. 
because she's referenced um, me quote unquote insulting her boyfriend and you know all that other stuff. And I, I didn't know who her boyfriend was. And the only person I've ever insulted was that guy that was around her. She is a Becky. Absolutely. He's piggybacking on other people's success. Pretty much. Pretty much. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So back, back in, uh, I think it was 2013. Could have been 2014, but I'm pretty sure it was either 2013, maybe 2012. Uh, it, it was before Kitchener Comic Con. It was at Tricon. There was a, it was a convention. It's not Tri-City Supercon. It's a different one. There was a convention called Tricon. It was held at the museum, all one word, in, uh, in Kitchener. And uh, it's, it's a museum, right? It is a museum that has, like, actual, like, dinosaur fossils and stuff like that on display and different things like that, blah, 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 right? But they had a convention on the main floor, and uh, I was a vendor at that convention. Um, it possibly is, it possibly is Ertai, um, the Sejuani from, uh, League of Legends. I mean, she's cosplayed a lot of people. She's cosplayed a lot. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if she did. So back in the day, um, at this, at this convention, and this is, this is my experience with this individual, right? Before, before I went on to be a media coordinator at Kitchener Comic Con, I was just a regular person. Now I was... A peri- I wasn't an orbiter. Like I, w- I wasn't a fan of this cosplayer. I was just friends with people she was friends with. So like I knew of her, and I was on. I was in a peripheral. I, I was in her peripheral friend group. So like I wasn't friends with her because she was kind of a bitch. Um, but I was friends with her friends, so we kind of knew each other. This person possibly a Karen, P- potentially Chris, potentially. So, um, this is back, this is back when I was, I was a wee little Cress, right? I was, I was, you know, innocent, not knowing any better little Cress. Um, so this, uh, this individual decided she, she had him, she had Mr. Savage doing her photos like all the time, constantly doing photo shoots for for her all the time. And she'd get free photos, you know, big, big, great deal for her. And she looked like a big shot cause she had a personal photographer. So when I was a vendor at, uh, at Tricon, um, there was a big kerfuffle because this, uh, this cosplayer thought it was a really good idea. Now, I don't know if it was his idea or if it was her idea, uh, to cross the velvet rope and sit on and sit and pose on a fossil, a literal dinosaur fossil in the museum. And, uh, so she was taking photos on the dinosaur fossil, um, pretty suggestive photos. Now she was, I'm pretty sure she was over 18 at this point. Again, I don't know how old she is and I don't know how old she was. She was probably close to my age, which was around 20, 20 something. Um, so I, I think I'm a little bit older than she is. So it was, it was probably close to 20 something, but she was taking like, you know, provocative photos on a dinosaur fossil, um, with Tom Savage. And, uh, he was asking her and, you know, the basic stuff, like having her take off her shoes, taking shots of her feet, et cetera, like, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I thought that was a bit strange, very, very weird at the time, but you know what? Adults will be adults. No problem. They got into trouble. Um, and they did actually get kicked out from the museum, um, because of that. Uh, Again, I don't know whose idea it was, if it was hers or if it was his, 
Oh, 100% she does, Chris. 100% she does. Absolutely. She thinks that she has uh, she thinks that she has a quote-unquote brand where if I literally if I name dropped her right now, no one would know who the hell she is. I guarantee you. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if it was her idea or it says idea, but anyways, that was my pretty much first encounter with Mr. Savage. Um as far back as I can remember because he's always been he's always been present, but I never really knew the guy until that point. And uh, there was a big kerfuffle about that. It was a big drama about, you know, them um, going going and being ridiculous and whatever else. And, oh, my God, you know, whatever. Fast forward. Uh, fast forward to Kitchener Comic Con. Now, I'm in media court. Now, at the time, I was media coordinator. I was the person that uh, that came up with the rules and stuff for the ph- photographers. And I dealt with the photographers and the press and da, 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 da. Um, so... Hey Ty Brunner, how you doing? So fast forward to Kitchener Comic Con, right? Um, first year of Kitchener Comic Con went, per, it went things went pretty good, right? The first year, however, because because I I was I was brand new in the scene, didn't know, didn't really know the ins and outs of things. Um, so I opened up the you know the thing where it's like okay, well if people register to be a, f- a photographer. People register to be a photographer. No problem. Um, we'll give you a badge. You guys can have a specific area to shoot. Um, people will know that you're safe to go to because you have like, you have a photographer badge um, that's coming from the convention. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So he applies. So Mr. Savage applies. We, we give him photographer badge because I didn't think anything badly of him at the time. I just thought he was a bit, he was a bit odd. He was like a 40-year-old dude. But, you know, hey, he's a photographer. I'm sure he's got all the equipment, you know, I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Well, as the convention's going on, this is, this is year one of Kitchener Comic Con, by the way. Year one of Kitchener Comic Con, I'm walking, uh, I'm walking around the, the floor of the convention as I am wont to do. And I notice that he has a very, very young cosplayer, visibly underage, um, taking off her boots and posing in some very precarious positions. And uh, I kind of put that at the back of my mind uh, to talk about him, to talk to him about it. And I don't remember exactly if I remember, I don't remember if I talked to him at the time or if he packed up and left or what happened, but there was something that happened that we couldn't talk immediately at that point. And uh, the convention was, was only one day anyways. So at that point, so we only had the one day event for Kitchener Comic Con the first year. So it was something that I put in the back of my mind for the following year. So the following year, um, I instituted the policy that uh, we had basic rules that photographers had to follow. So year two, I'm, I, saw this, I saw this happen. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, we really need to put something into place. So I came up with a set of rules, very basic stuff. Um, basically, like, make sure, that, make sure you're not, uh, like, blocking any... High, like you're not like blocking off any walkways or or exits or anything else like that, you know, blah blah blah. Make sure you get people's permissions to take photos of them, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, if you're going to schedule a photo shoot someone with someone, don't take them off the property. So don't remove, um, don't remove attendees while the event's going on. If you want to do a photo shoot and schedule it with them, schedule it for after the event. Or if you're going to take them somewhere, take them somewhere after the event, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And 
one of the big ones, as I said, do not ask any cosplayer to remove any portion of their cosplay. Period. Because there's no reason to. If you're photographing their cosplay, there's no reason that they need to take off pieces of their clothing or cosplay to, uh, to do this, right? So I thought that was a pretty good thing. I got the okay from, uh, from the ownership, you know, the head honcho. Um, I got the, I got the okay from him about everything. And so I sent off the, uh, I, I put that up there and everyone that applied to be a photographer the following year, I would let them know. Okay, great. These are the guidelines that we have going forward for this, blah, 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 blah. No one had an issue except Mr. Savage, where I got an email response back from him where he was freaking out that we have such, uh, such strict rules and blah, 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 and how he's a professional and how he's insulted and, and everything else. And I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> Why are you upset at these rules? He was mad that I wasn't allowing him to have, have them remove their, their shoes so he could photograph their feet. Yeah, feet picks are a fetish, and minors shouldn't do it. Exactly, exactly, Catnip Dave. So that was that was like kind of strike number two, for me, right? Hello, Nerniath. Getting caught up. So that was kind of strike two for me with that guy, and so he was he was furious that he had to follow these guidelines, and he refused, and so I refused to grant him photographer credentials. I said, you don't follow them, you don't get that. You don't get in, period. If if you don't if you don't like the rules, then you don't get to play. And so he uh, was n- he was never a photographer again for Kitchener Comic Con. Um, fast forward a few years now. Last year, when we had uh, Vic Mignogna at the show, if Mister Tom Savage doesn't poke his head up and start kicking dirt in our direction kicking dirt in my direction saying that i insulted him saying that i called his girlfriend a slut saying that i called him names and all this other stuff which is not true i've called her a cunt i've never called her a slut um but going off and and all this other stuff kicking off left and right threatening to sue because we've made false statements which has never been the case. I've never made a statement about him, period. Period. And uh, so, yeah, he was he was kicking up a huge fuss. And how dare we have Vic Mignogna at the show because X, Y, Z, virtue signal. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Virtue signal. X, Y, Z. Right? Remember all those? Remember all those people? Remember that time? I'm pretty sure it's archived somewhere on the internet where I literally eviscerated a bunch of people because they went on Facebook and made themselves look like clowns. Yeah, he was one of them. (laughs) There's a difference. There's a difference, Savage. So that was strike three for me and him, right? Because like this, this guy is a, this guy's a, imagine bitching about someone else's convention rules, right? Right. It does raise red flags. Professionals won't raise that much of a fuss. And if you wanted, and I said, I said explicitly, if you want to set up photo shoots, you can do that. Just do it after the convention. If you, if you see someone you want to like do photos of, and you want to like 
have them wear bondage and shit. Fine, give them your fucking card. They'll call you, set up a time away from our convention to do it. I don't want you fucking, I don't want you fucking having kids wearing bondage at a fucking children's event. Please, just don't do it. Just don't do it. That's all I ask you to do. Just don't do it. Is it that fucking difficult to ask? Because when I walk past in year one, when I walk past and I see this like no more than 13 year old girl sitting with no shoes, no socks, and he's taking photos of her feet up and and you could see her underwear because he's doing an upskirt shot. Like, what am I supposed to think here? What am I supposed to think here? Right? So that is my experience with Mr. Savage. All right. That is my experience. Okay. And I've warned people for years, for fucking years. Okay. And I got, I got told off by cosplayers that have done photo shoots with him. Oh, he's, he's so professional. You're just being, you're just being blah, blah, blah. You're just being whatever. I've got told off by his quote unquote girlfriend. I've got told off about a bunch of people who are prominent in the cosplay community about how I'm completely wrong about him. Will all this information be on the Kiwi Farms? I have no idea if it's on there or not. I have no clue if they have it on there or not. Um, so, I've been talking about this guy since at least 2014, if not earlier, right? So it's been, let me, let me do the math, seven plus years. Seven plus years that I've talked to a bunch of people about this fucking weirdo, this 40 something year old fucking weirdo. And I've been, I've been getting shot down every single time I talk about him because you know, I'm just, I'm just a this, I'm just a that, I'm just an ist, I'm just an igot, right? Exactly. Lure, yeah, he lures us. <laughs> I'm going to get there, Nern. I'm going to get there, Nern. So today, Today, praise the Lord on the day of his return. On the day of his return, right? Comes out. You know what comes out? Reset the clock on Easter fucking weekend, no less. On Easter weekend, no less. It comes out that not only... Has he been a like he's been weird and pervy and everything else like that with people? He has been, as you can see by this notice that was taken from Instagram. Um, I'm going to read this for people who can't actually see this. This is from Astoria Cosplay, Astoria underscore cosplay on Instagram. I'm going to make a real proper breakdown of everything post once I find the energy and words for it. But as someone who has recommended him in the past, I want to say this. At least ASAP. Do not shoot with Tom Savage at Everage Studios. The short version is he was selling photos of some of the people he was shooting without their permission and then lied to cover it up. He also posted photos that were supposed to be private between himself and another model. He's currently in damage control mode, taking everything down, DFEing. But I think anyone who is shot with him has the right to know that their photos might have been sold behind their backs as well. So I find out today. I actually found out because someone posted a comment um, on our Knuckleheads Friday the 13th episode. Um, 
the uh, the convention horror stories episode, someone posted a comment on YouTube saying that uh, they were thanking me for talking about him because there's a big thing going around to take him down. So I'm like, okay, what the heck's going on? I couldn't find anything about it, but then this comes across my feed today. He has been selling. He has been taking photos of people. I knew he's been taking feet pictures of people for fucking years. And he's been turning around this. And I haven't had proof of it until right now, until right fucking now that he has been posting these pictures on FetLife. He's been posting these pictures on DeviantArt. He's been selling pictures of underage cosplayers that are sexualized in sexual positions for money. <laughs> he's, he's been doing this for years. He's been doing it for years. <laughs> I called it fucking seven years ago. I've been pointing it out for seven plus years. For seven plus years. I have been calling this out. So there's a link to a Dropbox. There's a link to a Dropbox. Um, which, uh, do, you guys, do you guys want the link? Because I can post the link. It does sound like a Ron toy. He absolutely fucking does. Absolutely. He probably, he probably uh, does that, right? Take advantage of people near the business and then says he's been doing it for seven plus years and they'll get the name out there. Yep. He does. He gives them he gives them a ton of photos. He does he does photo shoots. He gets them he gets them photo shoots. If you if you really didn't know all this stuff, how is he allowed into cons or not in jail? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Until today, until a, until 24 hours ago, the Toronto cosplay community has been covering for him. Because they've been getting free photography out of him for seven plus years. He's finally getting called out now. Seven years later, by the way. Because they just found out. I've known this. I've been calling this out for many, many, many years. That he has been... It was rumored that he was selling feet pictures to fetish sites. He was selling compromised upskirt photos, down shirt photos of people who were under 18. He's been selling those photos. He's been selling them and he got outed. He got found out. And they're just finding more out about him now. And here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. There's tons of cosplayers that are saying, you know, at the time I at the time I felt weird but I didn't know any better, blah blah blah. I feel so gross now, blah blah blah. There is a fucking Dropbox full of screenshots of conversations. I'm not going to show them on stream because you know, that's that's kind of dickish to do. I can, like the, <laughs> There's a lot of screenshots on here. There's a lot of screenshots on here. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of conversations about people talking to him and, and freaking out and saying, how the fuck, how, how, like, why are you selling my pictures? 
One second, I'm just taking a look at uh, some of these photos here. I, I I don't know. I I don't know if he will be sued. I mean, I don't even think he has money to be sued. I don't even think he has money to be sued. But people are showing people are showing that they've had photo shoots with him. People are showing um on here that they have um th that he's been selling their their images. Now this is this is really interesting, right? This is this would be a question for Nick. This would be a question for Nick Ricada. If, as a photographer, as a photographer, do you own the image after you take the image? And are you able to sell that without the permission of the model? That would be a question for Nick Ricada. I'm not a lawyer, but there's a really interesting line here, isn't there? There's a very interesting line here. Because they agreed to take the pictures at the time, is that legal? Very interesting question. Very interesting question. But there's a huge Dropbox. Like there's there's so many conversations. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read them. Like there's a fucking ton of people that are calling him out. A ton of people that are talking about their experiences, their personal experiences with him. They're sharing it. Um, what I will do is I'm going to link the original, I'm going to link the post here. I'm going to link the post here and y'all can go check this person out. So there was one person that's called him out. There's one person that's called him out. You have to have Facebook to see it. Unfortunately, I'm sorry folks, but you have to have Facebook to see it. I know Facebook. That picture question is a copyright question. The one that I have up right now, it's not. It's from Instagram. And it's also on Facebook. Um, let me just find... I'm trying to find, like, a good link here to send this to. You know what I can... Act, you know what I can do, actually? Because there's... Uh, I don't want to link someone's personal Facebook. So I'm going to... I'm going to grab the one from the unofficial Enemy North page. So there was somebody that that had been like buddy buddy with him that is calling him out too. I can hear me just grab this post. Find how to grab this post. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so bad at the internet right now. I'm failing at the internet, folks. I'm sorry. I am so fucking terrible at the internet right now. There, copy link. There we go. This check out that uh, check out that Facebook page. You're gonna see it's gonna link because I don't want to I don't want to link that person directly. So. Go check that out. It's going to it's going to have all the links for what I'm talking about. And uh for people out there who are who are listening to the podcast, um I'm not going to I'm not going to link this to the YouTube. So you're going to have to I I'm not going to link this to the YouTube thing or the the podcast thing. You're going to have to watch the uh you're going to have to watch the the video. 
uh, to get the link because I'm not going to promote it. I'm not going to say, you know, go and bother these people. Don't do it. Don't bother them. Don't talk to them. If you want to go and observe it, if you want to go cross-reference to make sure I'm not fucking lying about it, go and check it out for yourself because that's important. It's important to do. Um, there has to be a contract. A, a subject of the photo is part of the photographer's art. Very good point. Very good point. So, yeah, here's yeah, here's the thing. I'm not going to get off into too, too much speculation. So, from my perspective, from my end of things here, from what I have seen him do, um, and from what, <laughs> from what I have, what the consistency of what I've seen others posting here, um, they all say the same thing. He's he's contacted them on multiple occasions, pressured them to take off their shoes and, and take feet pictures. Um, several people. Like I'm talking in the dozens have said that he's pressured them into taking feet pictures, pressured them into taking bondage photos, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the people there are, some, there are some people claiming that they were 15. They were 13. They were 14 at the time. Um, when he was asking to do this stuff. Now, when I, when I talked to him via email about the, about the instance that I saw, and the instance that I've heard of uh, of him doing inappropriate things, he said that any time that he has found out that the cosplayer is underage, he's ripped the film out of his camera and he's destroyed the film. Um, which, that's probably a lot of film he's destroyed considering how many people are coming out and making, uh, making conversations about it. You're part of that Facebook group? If you had any, ex- people, any experience with those people in that group? You know, yeah, the admins are a joke. Um, Erta, I know. Oh, I know. But uh, they they won't do anything bad about this one though, because this is something. This is something here that is affecting a lot of these, uh, a lot of their friends, right? And there is actual evidence here, Naren. Yes, yes. You saw that on Rontoy's uh, Instagram page. He liked a cosplay photo of the Yost twins. <laughs> of course, he did. Why wouldn't he? You know, at least I'll give it to Rontoy. At least he's not asking them to like take bondage pictures for him and then turning around and selling those pictures on fetish websites. That's one thing better, right? That's one thing better. <laughs> Question is who owns the picture after it's taken? The photographer sells the rights to the picture. Customer still the transaction uh, didn't occur. It's an uphill legal battle. It's true. That is true. That is very true. So this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's a legal issue that he has taken photos and sold them. I don't think that's a legal issue. Is it an, is it an ethical issue? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's an ethical issue. Just saw a picture of what the guy looks like. You're not surprised. Yep. Yep. And you know the fun part? You know the fun part? This individual is tied in with the group that had been attacking myself and the convention I was a part of for years. And that group of cosplayers that rode his fucking dick for years, they're the same ones that are turning around and calling him out now. Praise the Lord. Day of reckoning is here. The day of reckoning is upon us. Happy Easter, everybody. Good grief. 
It is so interesting, though, to see the parallels between what happened with Vic, right? Where there's just a bunch of, like, wishy-washy mishmash of, oh, well, he was just, he, he looked at me. And we have somebody like Mr. Savage here actually taking pictures, taking sexualized pictures of minors and turning around and selling them to other adults. <laughs> what a fucking clown world we live in. What a fucking clown world we live in. Like, we're, are we serious right now? Are we serious right now? Like, my God, this, this is, this is what I'm saying. So I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to bring this to everybody's attention. Uh, because like I've said before, like, I don't like to do call out stuff. Like I don't like to do this stuff, but I do it when I am like 100% certain about stuff. Right. And this particular thing needs to get brought out. This needs to get brought to people's attention because this is a matter of public concern. This individual does go to conventions. He does. <laughs> he is prominent in conventions. People know him. And apparently he goes around, preys on young female cosplayers. And, uh, and yeah, there you go. There you have it. The man is like pushing 50, right? And again, if, uh, <laughs> BLM on his profile, but he doesn't know bull's loin master. Oh my God. Why has it got to be Easter? We got to nail this guy to the coffin so he doesn't bury <laughs> so he doesn't rise again. <laughs> Well, it's going to be interesting because there's a, there's a, a lot of people, there's a lot of uh, a lot of scorned cosplayers. This is this is the other interesting part behind this too, right? I want to have sympathy for these people, I really do. But they're just as much to blame in this situation. And I'm not I'm not sitting here and I'm not going to victim blame and I'm not going to blah blah blah. I'm going to say to the people who have been actively defending this scum fuck for years by the way actively defending him to the point where they go and destroy other cosplayers they destroy conventions they destroy cosplayers all for the fucking fact of of towing the line it's like it's like nick said what is it like the beta female is that is that the term? You know, putting it putting the mission before the man. Is that the term? You have these you have these individuals that are going out literally knowing this man is a fucking predator. Preying on unsuspecting brand new cosplayers who are starving for attention. what it comes down to by the way they're starving for attention they're starving for a good photographer i agree anyone involved in this in any level is absolute garbage and i can tell you right now 
there's people out there that are going to watch this, that are going to listen and their fucking anuses are going to twist because they know I'm talking about them. They know I'm talking about them because they know who they fucking are and they know they're going to get pulled out on the fucking street corner about this too. And so let them make a decision, right? Hey Chris, um, I don't know. We can we can video chat sometime about it for sure, or we can we can just like we can just chat about it, or you can DM me. But yeah, you can definitely do that. It's it's just it's so amazing because there are there are so many people out there. They know. Stand by your man. Yeah, there was, a, there was a cosplayer who broke into the Toronto cosplay scene because she didn't live in Toronto. She wasn't from Toronto, so she had to do everything she could to get the to get into the cosplay scene in Toronto. Part of that was, uh, part of that was, you know, using Mr. Savage for his photography, for his influence. And part of that was her defending a lot of his fucking weird quirks and predatory behavior. And a lot of that was uh, jannying for all of that shit for many, many, many years. While he did this time and time and time again. Some to adults, some to minors. We don't know. And we probably never will. How many people he sold pictures to. How many private sets he has. That he sold. To disgusting. Welches of human beings. Yeah. 2020 has been the, uh, the year of exposing fakes. Frauds and hypocrites everywhere. Absolutely nerd. We have no idea and we never will know how many people he's exploited. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out a lot. And I have a feeling we're going to find a lot a lot more. Yeah, shoot me. Uh, I'm just going to type in my stream email. Um, this, is my, this is my email for any stream related businesses. Shoot me an email at this email here. Do that. We'll... Uh, that's for anybody, by the way. If anybody has anything they want to conversate with me about, that's my stream email, crumbryon at gmail.com. Who you're more mad at? The guy that takes the pictures of the people buying them. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, I think it's disgusting both ways. I think it's disgusting both ways. I think it takes a lack of morals to even think, to even like in your fucking mind, even to think that it's a, it's a good idea to go out there. It's a good idea to go out there and not ask a cosplayer's age, not ask for ID and be like, yeah, can I take pictures of your feet? Can I, can I take pictures of, of your upskirt of your cleavage? Please. That is so disgusting. That is so disgusting to me. There's people out there that, that pay money for it. Obviously. I mean, look at OnlyFans. that exists. 
that exists. But but using, you know, people talk about it all the time in uh, in like these social justice cases of like people using influence and blah blah blah. Oh my God, he's totally used his influence and, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, this is a direct example of that happening. This this person, and this is this is happening largely because of the gatekeeping going on in the Toronto cosplay community. And this is just one story of many, right? This is the cosplay community at large, but because of the gatekeeping in the Toronto cosplay community, because you need quality shots, because you need quality photos, because you need a quality photographer, because you need volume, you need, you need a ton of shots. And these cosplayers don't have money. And here comes this guy. Well, he'll do your shots for free as long as you take as long as you take uh, feet pictures for him. Little do you know that you're paying his fucking bills with your feet pictures because he's selling them behind your back. Little do you know that he's like all those all those shots of like you know the top down, so we so we can take the shots down your shirt, and he's selling those to fetish websites. He's selling your feet pictures to fetish websites. Fucking disgusting. Is it illegal? I don't think so. But people need to know about it. <laughs> people should know about it. Good fucking lord. It's just like, I, I've, I've been screaming about this for seven years. And no one fucking believed me. And here we are. When I say, like, honestly, folks, when I say that I fucking call shit out, and I, I don't call shit out lightly. When I, when I say that I call shit out and I back up my fucking stuff, I'm going to drop the, uh, I'm going to drop the link in here again for people. Um, go check out this post on Facebook, by the way. If you want, if you want to, if you want to see everything that I've been talking about and you want to back up everything that I'm talking about because there's stuff in that link. When you visit that link, when you go to that post, when you go to the post that that, that post is quoting, you will get to the Dropbox. You will see pe- you will see people and their conversations with him. This isn't me talking about it. This is them talking about it. These are the people talking about it. These are the things that we've been asking for for people in other situations that never materialize because they never happened. They happened here. They happened in this situation because people are talking about it. People aren't afraid to share stories. And the thing is people's stories line up consistently when they don't lie. (laughs) Isn't that a fucking shock? Isn't that a shock when you're not lying about something? It's consistent, right? Across the board. What did you walk into, Randy? You walked into a mess. When you see when you see this post, when you see this stuff, I've talked about him. I've talked about my experiences with him independently. Right? I've never talked to anybody. Most of the people that are posting in that on those comments, in that Facebook group, on that thread, in that in that Dropbox, they all fucking hate me 
because I'm the big bad I'm the big bad media coordinator that invited Mick, Vic Mignogna to our convention. So I'm a fucking I'm Hitler in their eyes. They don't care about me. They're not, and they say exactly what I say about the guy. <laughs> they say exactly what I say about the guy. And the sad thing is, is you can go to his you can go to his socials. Um, you can go historically because he's deleting all of them. You can see the photos he has there. Do you think these cosplayers kept the evidence to use against him when they were done with him? I absolutely do. Did he go, did he go too far with one? I think it's a little bit of both. I think they kept evidence. I think they held on to it. And as soon as his usefulness ran out, pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Now, do I think that this is, you know, cancel culture? Absolutely it is. Do I think that it's it's terrible that it's happening to him? Well, guess what, folks? He was first in fucking line to pull the trigger on multiple people that I know, multiple events. He's been first in line to, to, to threaten to sue not only myself, but conventions I've ran. <laughs> He's, he has been loading the cancel culture gun and pulling the trigger until it clicks. So in my opinion, he's getting exactly what he fucking deserves. Exactly what he deserves. So I'm, I will talk about my experiences with him. I have done it several hundred times. (laughs) I will, I will keep doing it. I will keep doing it. I've opened up an invitation to anybody at all who wants to talk about their experience. I will have them on this show and they can say whatever the hell they want. As long as it's within TOS, we're not going to threaten to kill anybody. That's a bad thing. (laughs) Don't do that. Projecting to the moon. This is what I'm talking about. He accused me and my friends of terrible things. He said that we were lying about him. He was making up stories about stuff we accused him of. And he was shaming us for having Vic Mignogna. (laughs) And this man, in this, as he fucking presses enter on his fucking Reddit post, is literally washing his fucking balls with money made from taking and selling inappropriate photos of fucking minors. <laughs> the hypocrisy, the absolute fucking balls of steel is astounding. Actually astounding. So all I can say, can you talk about him? Merely hearing about him has damaged your health and sanity. I want to say to everybody, share this fucking story, share this story, share that Instagram post, get it out there, get it out there that people are talking about it because unlike most things, This has actual evidence behind it. 
This has actual weight behind it. And for anybody out there, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Ragnarok Knight. My God, let me let me give you the let me Ragnarok Knight. Let me get you, give you the long and short of this. So there there is a there is a cosplay photographer Ragnarok that uh, he's he's weird. He's a weird one. He's like middle aged. And he's been a he's been a prominent photographer in the in the area and uh, and surrounding area for quite some time. It recently came out, as of twenty four hours ago, because people are finally starting to talk about it after seven years of seven years plus of it happening. Um, the cosplay community is now turning on him because he's been selling their photos without their consent. He's been taking photos of their feet, of their upskirts, of their down shirts in cosplay. And he's been selling them to fetish websites without their, without their consent. That part, whatever, I don't care. The part that I care about is a large number of these cosplayers that he's been photographing inappropriately and allegedly selling their, their photos. Um, I've heard that rumor for a number of years and people have confirmed it with with him now in that link i posted in chat it has it has screenshots of conversations that cosplayers have had with him where they've called him out on selling their photos and he's admitted to it and apologized it's not just me going off here i've seen the i've seen the messages and a, a lot of these cosplayers are alleging they were underage when he, when he took inappropriate photos of them and he's been allegedly selling those photos for money. That's what's going on. Why? That's why I am on here one o'clock in the morning on a Sunday night, <laughs> Sunday morning, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. You have experience of related things, but it's 30 plus years ago and it wouldn't be right just because different people and you're fucking and fucking over it. It's had the same BS just risen to room pieces. Yep. hundred percent. This is what I'm saying. Anybody out there, anybody out there at fucking all that has dealt with this guy that has had an interaction with this guy that they didn't like that has had an interaction that, that was potentially crossing the line, Right. If y'all want to talk about it, that's fine. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But for the love of fucking Christ, if you feel that this has crossed a line, go to the fucking authorities, whether that's the police, whether that's a lawyer, whether that's your parents, whether that's a convention that has him, whether it's a fucking pastor, whether it's somebody that you confide in, go to someone and talk to them about it document it show that it happened don't sit on it for seven fucking plus years good morning stan how are you doing <laughs> happy easter happy easter by the way what's the canadian law on this i have no idea i'm not a lawyer so i don't know my th my initial thoughts on this randy and again not a lawyer disclaimer not a lawyer but my initial thoughts on this is he owns the photos. He can do whatever that he wants with them. 
He has a verbal contract with the model. Whatever photos he takes, he can do whatever the hell he wants with. That's my, that's my thoughts on it. Legally. I don't think that there's anything legally. Morally, that's different. But morals don't, morals don't make justice. That's my opinion. I don't think anything can happen to him legally. I, I mean, arguably, if he's, if he's like taking suggestive photos of minors, he's Canadian. If he's taking suggestive photos of minors, or if he's, if he's like taking sexualized photos of minors, that could potentially get into some issues. But I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. It's always the same thing. You always know these people have skeletons in the closet. 100% Demon Wolf. 100%. (laughs) Certified citizen and creepo landia. I'm like, I am embarrassed to say that he's from my area. Embarrassing. I am proud. Pride is a sin, but I am proud to say that I was one of the first, if not the first convention to ban him from, from being a photographer at our convention. I revoked his ability to be a photographer, to be an an official photographer of our convention. And I was, I was fucking raked over the coals from the cosplay community for that. Because how dare I, how dare I ban a, an absolute pinnacle of humanity? How fucking dare I? Depends on where they sign the contract to take the pictures, what fair use is, and you guess who has control of the pictures. Yeah. But yeah, kiss the back. Uh, that's, that's pretty much what I think on it too. Is I, I, I don't know the contracts. I don't know if he had them sign contracts. I don't know if if it was just verbal or an agreement. But uh, it really depends. And it really depends on how far they want to take it. Now, that's, that's up to the individuals. Again, there's a lot of individuals that had interactions with him when, he, when they were 14, 15. When they, you know, quote unquote, didn't know better. And now they look back at it and it was creepy and they feel, they feel sick. You know, the usual. The usual comments about it, but. There's also a lot of discussion about, you know, manipulation tactics and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into all that crap. I'm going to stick to the facts here. I'm going to stick to the facts here. What I witnessed him doing was taking a 20 something year old who I don't even think she was, I don't even think she was very much past 19. Took a 20 something year old, had her pose in very, sexualized positions on a fucking fossil in a museum. So if he's willing to do that, uh, you know, if someone's actually banned saying ain't so I have been talking about this shit for seven plus years. I have been giving people warnings I have been telling people not to deal with him. 
because of the stuff that I've personally witnessed. And now, I, I don't know if you've seen the entire thing yet, Stan, but now, like literally 24 hours ago, he's getting called out by the cosplay community because he's been taking photos and selling them with, with you know, quote unquote, without their permission. And he's been taking photos of minors. He's been taking sexually charged photos of minors, um, i.e. he's been asking them to take off their cosplay. He's been asking them to take off pieces of their cosplay, including their, their lower half of the cosplay, taking photos of their feet, taking photos of their, their underwear, taking photos down their shirt. And he's been selling those photos to, to fetish sites, on fetish sites, on DeviantArt. Kind of late. No worries. I'm going to post the link one more time in here. This is a Facebook group that's discussing it right now. You click that link, go to the Facebook group. You're going to see that. You're going to see that uh, person. The, the person who posted in that Facebook group was apparently one of his quote unquote protégés. Worked under him. Claims that they were manipulated. I, I mean, whatever. I don't really care. There, th- th- that, uh, that person's quoting the original person to bring this up on Facebook. I would urge you to go check out that second person because that second person has posted a link to a Dropbox, which has a ton of conversations that have been screen capped by cosplayers who have actually had firsthand experiences with him. That's what someone actually said. JT plays. Someone actually brought up that he sent, he sounds like the Dan Schneider of cosplay photography. I don't know who that is. I'm I'm really bad. <laughs> There's actually somebody that uh, posted, I think, in the comment section, that he's the Dan Schneider of cosplay pho- pho- cosplay photos. But again, don't believe me. Believe the facts. Don't believe everything you hear, right? Because I have firsthand experiences with the dude. I know what I'm talking about. I can talk to what I'm talking about. The stories that I have told about him being weird, about how, how he's asking underage cosplayers to take off their cosplay so we can photo, so we can photograph their feet, so we can photograph their underwear, so we can photograph down their shirts in compromising weird positions that you probably shouldn't have a 13-year-old in. All of what I've talked about is in that Facebook group post in that Dropbox. The conversations are there. And these people hate me. These people hate me. So they're not going to, they're not going to lie on my behalf, right? And I'm not going to lie on theirs. I'm not going to lie on their behalf. So when, when my story lines up exactly with several people that have come out and talked about this. I mean, don't take my word for it. Go read it. Go make the decision for yourself. Don't, don't just blindly follow everything that I say. Go read these conversations. Go take a look. Go make your own decision. If that is not enough information for you, I'm sure there's going to be more that comes out. 
I'm sure there's going to be more that comes out. What you're, what you're taking from this is support good artists that are good people and can stick around. They can stick around, call out, and throw out the garbage creeps and the hypocrites that are terrible people. I agree. So the person who said they worked under this guy is most likely taken and has participated in the same practice because they're claiming like they, they feel they were groomed. Yes. Yes. There's many, many individuals that are claiming that he is a quote-unquote groomer. Again, I don't have I don't have evidence of this. Um, I do believe that he did date someone underage when he was in his forties. I do believe he was dating a seventeen-year-old or sixteen-year-old. Said cosplayer I was talking about before, by the way, because I did know her when she was when he, she was younger, and he was always around her. And she had photos from him with him way before. So I do believe that they were in a relationship before she was of age. And I do believe that there was some sort of grooming going on there. Again, I don't have proof of it. This is just my own feeling. But there's people out there that are claiming that he did groom them or that he was in that practice. There are a lot of people saying that he was uh, very manipulative, etc., Again, make your own decisions about it. I'm not here to tell you one way or the other. I just know. I just know. Back in 2015, I pulled the plug on him being a cosplay photographer at Kitchener Comic Con. That was six years ago. I officially cut him off from being a cosplay photographer. Is that underage in Canada? Um, I believe the age of consent in Canada is 16. I don't know if there's contingencies on that, though. Because I know there's contingencies in a bunch of different places. Yeah, and it's not the position of power, but he technically would be in a position of power. Because he was a cosplay photographer. And he was, he was, you know, he was the big guy in the, in the Toronto cosplay community. So he technically was in a position of power. Cause you know, he held a, he held her cosplay career in his hands. I know the legal age of consent is 16 in Ontario. But I don't know if there's any contingencies on that. Usually in in certain states and in some areas, it was uh, it was that it's 16 as long as you're within a certain age range. And as long as you're not, you don't have a position of power over the person. So if like if you were a supervisor and you were dating a subordinate that was 16, that would be a no, no. But if you were 18 and they were 16, that was fine. Yes, Gippy. We started late because I was working. We, I, I got in late because I was working. But I had to get this information out there. Gippy would know who I'm talking about. Gippy would know who I'm talking about. Sorry for the dead air. I'm actually just drinking some uh, iced coffee. Yeah, I, I, this literally came across my plate as I was just before start, just before starting work. 
I got to work and I saw this information and I'm like, fuck, of all times for this to come across my fucking newsfeed, it has to be right half an hour before I start work. Already at work. <laughs> yeah, I don't, again, I don't know what the official quote unquote thing is. Um, so from a legal standpoint, I don't know. I don't have any information on that. I'm not a lawyer. Oh, this person. Yes. Yes. Gippy. Gippy. I don't know if, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this again one more time. I'm going to post the, the link in the chat here, but I just for, just for Gippy's sake here and for people tuning in, tuning in late. Um, I don't know if you heard about the news that recently came out that, uh, Mr. Savage has been selling cosplay photos of, uh, of cosplayers, which that in itself, fine, whatever. Right. But there's stories coming out now, stuff that I've been talking about for years, stuff that I've, I've literally said on this show on at least three separate occasions. Oh, it got removed. Did it just get removed? No, it's still there. I just refreshed the page. It's still there. privated you can't access it it's uh no it's public you just have to be signed into facebook i'm gonna try and archive it you just have to be signed into facebook for it because i'm banned from that group so i can still i can still see it no i literally clicked the link and I refresh the page. And I'm going to, it might take like an hour for it to archive because, you know, my archive just doesn't work. I'm not a part of the group either. I got banned from it. <laughs> I got banned from it a while ago for defending Vic Mignogna. <laughs> so, I, can't, I can't like or post anything there. I can just read the posts. It's a po it's a public post, so. Might be if you're looking at it on mobile, it might uh, it might not work on mobile. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> oh my god. You can see it. Yeah, people can see it. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like you, Gippy. <laughs> oh my god well what I'll do for you Gippy actually what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to give you the uh, the Dropbox I'm going to give you the Dropbox link directly yeah it's the unofficial AN Facebook group I'm going to give you the Dropbox link directly here. I got you. You need to log out to see it. Oh, they like super banned you from it. That's funny. They only like, they only like half banned me. So I just can't comment on it. There you go. 
<laughs> You're not the only person who thinks that group is shit. No, that's, that group is terrible. Still waiting for proof on Vic, by the way. Right. Literally. Literally. It's been 20 plus years and we can't, like, two plus years for Vic. Okay. Two plus years for Vic. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post the archive here for people who can't see it. Not that the archive actually works. Two plus years for Vic, and we still haven't seen a goddamn drop of evidence. This man lists literally less than 24 hours from people calling him out. And there's like a fucking drop box full. Full. <laughs> full. Unbelievable. Less than 24 hours. And this man isn't even known in the greater fucking scheme of things. This man is known in like four cities. He's known in Kitchener, Waterloo, and the, the greater Toronto area. That's it. <laughs> it's not fucking real. And you like, like, literally, Vic is known world fucking wide. And if anyone at all. You know, the login, you still see the post there. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's listed as public, so. Unfucking real. World fucking wide. World fucking wide. So, there you have it. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. You, you guys can make your own. You guys can make your own about it. Because, like, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what to think. Please. Go out, make your own decisions on these things. Please. Please do. So, and, and like, again, again, I don't know. I don't know the person's age of when he was dating them. I don't, I don't know the uh, person's age of when he was dating him, but I do know that she was fairly young, probably around 20 ish. I don't think she was underage, but she might've been, I don't know. But that's, that's one of the claims going around about him is that he was dating minors and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. All I know is that in 2000, it was either 2012 to 2014 when Tricon happened. And I'm pretty sure they were dating at that period. And she was fairly young at that period. I don't know what her age is right now, but you could probably do the math. <laughs> you could probably do the math. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's there's uh, people out there saying that uh, they he's going to try and twist this and manipulate it to make sure that it, make it seem like everyone's lying. I'm not saying a goddamn thing. I don't, again, I'm going to tell you guys what I personally witnessed. Y'all can make of it what you will. You can go on there and you can see the conversations that he has literally had with people and make decisions. All of these other claims about this, that, and thing doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter, right? All of this other stuff. If there are people out there that are listening to this. Yeah, the person did a Shane homework. Holmberg, you're fucking absolutely nailing it. <laughs> you're absolutely nailing it. 
I have no idea, CatNMD. I didn't know her that well. All I know is that I was roughly around the same age of, as her. And around that time, I don't want to date myself. Well, that's embarrassing. Um, around that time, I would have been like mid-20s. And I was probably a little bit older than she was. So she couldn't have been she couldn't have been more than twenty two. Do you believe the in the uh, half the age plus seven rule when it comes to relationship age gap? I mean, I mean, when you're talking about it, there's a hard stop <laughs> on when. Like I realized, I realized a number of years ago that people that are under twenty five, um, mentally are so wildly different. So from, from when I look back, I'm going to use myself as an example. From the age of 20 to the age of 25, I changed drastically so much as a person. And from the age of 25 to 30, like, it's such a difference. Like, I didn't change as much from 28, 29, 30. But from 20 to 25 was like, I was living like five different lifetimes. So when you're talking about someone who was under 25, there's so much that goes on in your life. There's so much that's going on and there's so much that you're still figuring out. Because you're, you're getting to be an adult for the first time in your life and you're figuring that out and it takes you a few years. I think there's a hard stop. I think there is a hard stop for for me at least that I will not even consider dating anyone under 25 because you might you might find something great with someone who's like 23 24 but they're still growing mentally and that you don't know who they they don't even know who they're going to be in 2 years. Because that person's still going to change for the next two to two to four years. Like you start kind of settling in on like 28, 29 is when like mentally you start settling down. You kind of get in your groove as an adult and that's who you're going to be. And you get situated in your, in, in who you are like 28, 29, 30. But anything under that, it's a fucking roll of the dice. Yeah, you have people who are wise beyond their years, people who are mature. Well, well that, that's fine. But there is so much that can happen to just kind of throw you off completely. But I think, like, uh, proven, fa proven factually, humans' brain chemistry doesn't settle to, like, 24 to 26. I would believe it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I, that could potentially be a thing, but this is just my observation. I found from like looking back at my, at who I was from 20 to 25, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I changed so much in five years. Yeah, exactly. Add an extra 10 years for a generation that grew up with a jackass, with uh with jackass. Like I grew, I, I changed so many times in like literal five year span. Like I don't, I don't even recognize who I was. It's like, holy shit. So when you're dating someone in that period, of course <laughs> you're going to have like massive extremes 
massive extremes. So like, no, I, I, I refuse to date anyone under a certain age. That's just my own rule. Even if you're 30, I wouldn't suggest dating anyone under 25. Even if you're 25, I wouldn't suggest dating anyone under 25 <laughs> because they're all fucking psychos. They're all nuts. I was 20. I was under 25 once. I know I was nuts. Let kids be kids, man. Just let, let kids be kids. Why can't we just do that? Why can't we just let children be children? For Christ's sake. Is that such a hard thing to do? <laughs> I mean, they say it's your experimental years, right? So there's a lot of like weird stuff in there. So I, I, again, like I personally don't think that we should be shipping kids off to, to college and university at 17, 18. I think we should be putting kids through the workforce until they're 21 and then they can go into college at 21. That's my personal thing. Cause I think, I think they need life experience and then they can get education because by the time you're 21, you're going to sit down and you're going to appreciate it. You're going to learn more. And by the time you get out of college, you're 25, 26 college university you're 25 26 and you're a lot more stable and you have experience then you won't be pissing away your your time in college and kids can't be kids anymore no kids can't be kids anymore we're not allowed to have, we're not allowed to, to just let kids be kids because of psychos You're browsing the Google Doc. These people just doom themselves by sexting. This is what I'm talking about, Gippy. These people are 15 through 21. Why are they sexting with a fucking 50-year-old? <laughs> First of all, I mean, I know why they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an idiot. I know why they're doing it. They want to get free photography. But again... Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Like if it came out at all, I, I guess I can say when it comes out, cause it's just a matter of time. We've seen a lot of that. Haven't we? Oh, she said she was 18. <laughs> sure. She doesn't know what the fucking Smurfs are. <laughs> like how can she possibly, why are they sexting at all? Like, as, like, literally, as somebody, and this this is something that we've talked about before that's been brought up and virtue signal to the fucking moon by these people. Because they, they, talked, they talked about it with, uh, with Vic and all this other stuff too, right? Like, here's the thing. Vic doesn't have control over their lives, though, right? What... Let's let's use let's use Vic and the Yost twins as an example, right? Let's use Vic and the Yost twins. Does Vic have any say over how popular the Yost twins are in their cosplay community? Does Vic have any control over their day-to-day lives? No, right? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have he doesn't have any control over them, right? None whatsoever. But you look at you look at Ron Toye. He does, right? He was he was literally 
working with the Yost twins. He was literally living with them. Right? So let's take a look at this situation. Let's take a look at the situation. Does Mr. Savage have any power over cosplayers? The answer is yes. The answer is yes, he does. Because he's a prominent, well-known photographer in that cosplay community. In the Toronto cosplay community, he is one of the, you know, professional, quote-unquote, photographers. And if you don't kiss the ring, then you don't get to be part of the big party. You don't, because he was the photographer for the biggest, most popular cosplayer in that group, right? So if you can cozy up with him, you're going to be big and popular too, right? So does he have power over them? Abso-fucking-lutely he does. So in these two situations, who is more, who is, needs to be more responsible with the power they have over them? Because, because he could turn around and bury them in the cosplay community. He doesn't even need to do it. He doesn't even need to do it. He just, all he has to say, because he's done it before, right? Remember when his girlfriend, quote unquote, came after me on social media? Remember when they came after me? Remember when they came after my convention? All he has to do is make up a fucking story for her to run with. And she goes off like the chihuahua she is. And she starts pissing on people's legs and destroys people's cosplay careers. So who has more control? Who needs to be the responsible adult, quote unquote, in this situation? Yeah, what happened to cosplay is not consent, right? You still like to know how some people don't find it suspicious that two random strangers living with one of the accusers also accused Vic, right? Right? Who has the power in that situation? Is it Vic? Is it Vic or is it Ron Toye? Is it, is it Vic or is it Monica Rial? Mm, who has the power in that situation? Who literally has their jobs in their hands in that situation? These are things that, uh, these are questions people need to ask when they look at these situations. He has blackmail photography for years on all these people. Absolutely. And he's been selling it. <laughs> he's been selling it. There's stories in that Dropbox, in that Facebook thread, in the comments. There's stories about how he has gone to married women and asked them. So he's, he's done photo shoots for them when they were, when they were younger. And then he got, you know, creepy and they dropped out of, they dropped out of friendship with him, but they bumped into him at a convention and they reconnected. But they've since had a kid and got married and he's DMing her, asking her to do bondage photography. <laughs> the, the degree of like thought that has to go into this. <laughs> And this is the same man that is trying to, to threaten a convention and shame a convention for inviting a guest that has literally done nothing wrong because 
the guy who's accusing him has done something wrong. But you can see it doesn't fucking matter how much you virtue signal. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter how much you pound the fucking dirt on someone else's behalf to show that you're the most virtuous fucking person on the face of the planet because it all comes out. It all comes out. Your thoughts on the Yos is that it was at least a setup, at least at most more nefarious? 100%. 100%. And it could, it could very well have been a setup. I mean, possibly. It was a very, very coincidental thing. Very, very weird, unique thing. And here's, yeah, again, Catnip Dave, you nailed it. He holds the key. Mr. Savage holds the keys to entry into the cosplay community. If you want to be a quote-unquote brand, right, you have to get a photographer. You have to have a portfolio. You have to have good-looking photos. And good photographers cost a lot of fucking money. You might get like six or seven photos at a cosplay photo booth for a pretty penny. But here's this dude. <laughs> he just he just he just wants to he just wants to get your name out there. He just he just wants to take good photos of you. But you know, could you could you just like lose a little bit of your costume though? What a fucking creep. <laughs> Literally, what a fucking creep. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. But again, I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to speculate beyond what I have personally witnessed and uh what is what is being directly called out in those documents there. Everything else you know, rumor and speculation, but what I have personally seen and I've personally had conversations with him about. <laughs> and now what I am, what I am seeing for the first time, um, I mean, there you go. It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And that shit's happening. And uh, the bulk of the problem was that this has been happening for several years and this was, this was being enabled for several years by the very community that he was, um, victimizing the very sandbox that he was pissing in was covering up all of his garbage for years. This is again, <laughs> I've, said this I don't even know how many times now another shining example of the Toronto cosplay community and how everything comes back to that fucking group that group of absolute degenerate clowns that think it's perfectly okay for them to do everything that they virtue signal about Everything they call other people out about 
everything that they burn people's lives to the fucking ground about, it's perfectly fine for them to do it. As long as they got something out of it. And as long as they're not getting some out of it anymore, time to call them out. So, anyone out there that's listening, if you're serious about this, if you are honest to God fucking serious about this, about wanting to stop this nonsense about whatever else, for God's sake, go to the authorities. Whether it's a police report or it's a lawyer, something. Get something in writing. Put your fucking actions forward because for seven plus years people have been keeping quiet about it. Not me. I've been calling it out for seven plus years and I've been told to sit down and shut up. I won't sit down or shut up about it. Exactly, Catnip Dave. Exactly. And those are just the shots that we see. The worst part about this, right? The worst part about this is these are just the photographs that are public. We have no idea what he's actually snapped. Maybe he did catch something, right? We won't ever know. He'll take photos. He'll take the photos and he'll send you a set of photos, but what other photos does he have? Did he snap 25 photos and only give you 20? We're never going to find that out. We're never, we're never going to find out if uh, he actually has some, uh, you know, spicy photos of cosplayers. Maybe we will. Maybe somebody out there has them. Maybe somebody out there paid for them. <laughs> It'd be disgusting, wouldn't it? Find out that, that the photos that you thought you were taking for that individual alone, he fucking sold them on a fetish website. I think that's really what that's about. Find that in fandoms, the people who typically hold the power, quote unquote, aren't a, aren't actually skilled or experienced at what they uh, lord over. These cosplay ph- photographers don't compare to real professionals. They don't. They really don't. You're 100% true. Like, do you uh, do you think that someone like Drew would ever, ever at fucking any point in his career? run into something like this. That's a fucking professional. This guy who literally picked up his photo at a fucking secondhand store, picked up his camera at a secondhand store, (laughs) walks around barely shaved, like half shaved. Yeah. Walks, walks around looking like he just like fucking rolled out of a dumpster. Exactly. Randy. (laughs) 
<laughs> you already know. You already know. In a world where in a world where OnlyFans exists. Right? In a world where OnlyFans exists. There's a hundred percent something on his fucking camera reel that someone doesn't know about. But I mean, can we prove it? All depends. All depends on who wants to talk. It's like the Lucasfilm exists and knowing nothing about Star Wars and its fan base. 100%. That's 100%. You know what really killed me, Gippy? You know what really killed me? In some of those comments on that Facebook page. <laughs> fucking had me rolling. So there's a there's an executive for Anime North, right? Oh, I'm I'm an executive at Anime North and blah 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 blah. I'm I'm staff at Anime North. I'm going to talk to one of the executives about this. I'm going to bring this up. You know what? You know what that person said? A few hours after they said they were going to bring it up to an executive at Anime North. Allegedly, this is Anime North's response. Allegedly, Anime North's response from their quote unquote executive was that. He's going to be banned if he doesn't clean up his act and more people come out and accuse him. That's their response. That's their response. You know, (laughs) they'll ban a voice actor from, you know, without anyone asking it, they'll ban a voice actor on the sheer allegation of wrongdoing. But they won't ban an actual predator with actual evidence. <laughs> Fucking clown world. Side note, apparently DMX is in critical condition. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Um, and apparently one of those comments was a random woman who sent her condolences alongside her only a fan's account. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, respect her hustle. Respect her hustle. I'm sure the exec knew. I, 100% catnip, Dave. 100% catnip, Dave. They know. They all fucking know. It's not like he's hiding it. The man took photos of a cosplayer sitting on a fucking dinosaur fossil in a museum. It's not like he's hiding it. <laughs> it's not like he's trying to hide it. He took photos of a, of a very young looking cosplayer in front of me at our convention, asking her to take off her feet, like take off the, the feet of her cosplay to get barefoot. So we could take upskirt photos at the fucking convention. He did that in front of me. <laughs> so yes, it's not like he's trying to hide it. People know. When do we get the thought apocalypse? When it's profitable. Yeah, if Anne wanted to do anything to investigate this with any shred of respect that actually speak to the people involved. Instead of making decisions based on screenshots, 100%. And it would only take one person. And I'll tell you, I've posted 
on that thread saying that if anybody at all wants to talk about this, I will be happy to have them. I will be happy to talk to them because of my next podcast. I said my next podcast this is going to be the topic. This is going to be the topic. And then here we are. And I have, I have my picture up there. I have my cosplay photo because I, I literally came home from work and started streaming. So I'm an absolute mess from work. So I look slightly better in that photo than I do right now. <clears throat> well, here's the thing, Ragnarok Knight. I was so taken aback at what was going on. And year one was such a clusterfuck of what was going on in KCC. I was literally going to talk to him. I got pulled off to do something. And by the time I got back, they were gone. And it was a one day event. So I didn't get a chance to talk to him. But literally at the end of that event, I came up with the rule set that we put forward saying that you're not allowed to take cosplayers off site. You have to get their permission and then you have, and you're not allowed to ask them to remove pieces of their clothing. I literally made that rule right after that event. Immediately. Like, on the fucking spot. <laughs> on the fucking spot. And when he found out about that rule, when he found about that uh, rule, he fucking had a meltdown. Matrotham Conchair spoke to Vic personally, and that's how he knew to invite him. Absolutely. He didn't believe all the garbage on the internet. 100%. Because Vic is fucking honest and because there's not a shred of evidence on the internet or anywhere, period, that he did anything wrong. Literally nothing. Grum <laughs> doing yeoman's work here. Pulling in the long hours. Absolutely. I've been going on about this for like almost two hours now. It's crazy. No justice in the world. Vic's get, Vic gets canned without proof. Amber Heard wins a, a case with a crooked judge ignoring all the proof. And now this absolutely Corey Cannon. Absolutely. This is a fucking clown world. And it's created by these individuals. It's created by these communities. The same ones that are getting victimized. Literally. Literally the sheep voting in the wolf. <laughs> The wolf's campaign is, I am going to eat you, and the sheep still vote him in. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh my god. You do find the prospect of a photographer asking a demon cosplayer to take off her hoops for better light composition hilarious and on the nose? Absolutely. Absolutely. He had a fucking meltdown. I wish I still had access to that email account because I'm, I'm sure that email's still there. I tried looking for it earlier, but the search on Google is fucking atrocious. So I couldn't find the email exchange, but I'm sure it's still on the email account from like way back in 2015 when we had that conversation about like, here's the rules. I'm like, yeah, you can be a photographer as long as you agree to these rules. Like, what do you mean? Microsoft? I am. I've never. Any time that I I found out that this was his. This was his discussion. And any time that I have found out that someone was underage, I've destroyed the film. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay, dude. Sure. 
There's pictures of them. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could see pictures of them there. Again, I'm not going to share that crap. I'm just going to share the story about them. But yeah, it's probably more like I might eat you, but you could also <laughs> you could also win some grass feet. Exactly. It's barely enough for them to keep quiet. I just I just don't get it. It's, I I think. It, the way that the the way that the twisted demented mentality in the greater toronto area for pretty much any sort of fandom thing there anything to do with conventions it's such a cutthroat like bullshit because they all think they're hollywood they all think that they're like amazing hollywood artists that they're just you know they're the next jessica negri they're not no one knows who the hell they are and they're forgettable. Like, they talk about brand like they're actually something. They're, they talk about brand like they actually do something, <laughs> first of all. It's, it's so, it's so sad. Well, there's a lot of people that are speaking up right now, Randy. There's a lot of people. On that Dropbox, that's uh, that's in those links that I sent. Now, there's a ton of people speaking up about it. And it's not going to stop. There's going to be a lot more. There's going to be a lot more. Because there's going to be a lot of people that want to be a part of it. And they're going to dump their stories on top of it too. But the problem is, he has been a photographer in the cosplay scene for a very, very long time. A very, very long time. So he is permeated. And he's there's there's stories of him teaching other photographers how to coerce and manipulate people into getting what shots they want. This is just the the rabbit hole of how far this goes. And we have we have these people. Hey, Adafos, you're driving, can't talk, no problem. We have these people going around trying to destroy conventions, trying to destroy other people's lives, making up lies about them. And meanwhile, they're out here taking photos of people 13 to 21 plus in sexually compromised positions and selling them to fetish websites posting them on fet life <laughs> getting people to buy picture sets Seven plus years. Seven plus years, folks. I just, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. There are so many people that were so desperate to be part of a community 
that did nothing but exploit them. And they in turn turn around and body shielded this thing. They shouted it down anytime someone spoke up about it. They shouted it down. They kicked it under the fucking rug. Didn't follow their own rules. That they set out for everybody else, right? Listen and believe. Didn't follow those rules. Oh my god. I just, I, I'm just at a loss for words. <laughs> just honestly at a loss for words. Like this, this, this needs to be spread around. Like, take the link, please. Take the link and fire it around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post the archive again here. Take the archive. Take the link. Post it around where you need to post it. Don't contact the people, please. I don't have to say this enough. Don't contact Mr. Savage. Don't contact his Instagram. Don't contact the the cosplayers. If they want to have their story told, they'll tell it on their social media um, when they choose to. All of that stuff. But Jesus Christ, please get the fucking word out. (laughs) You you like fire in, in relation to this story a lot? Yeah. This is uh this is something that, that I had to I had to get on and talk about it cuz it was it fired me up today. Reminds you of the magazine Lowrider and it practices back in the back in the 80s. Look and like do I think that it's illegal? No, I don't think it will be illegal. Maybe in five years, cosplay photographers won't exist because cell phone cameras may be wow amazing by then. They already are wow amazing. They already are. I mean, you could take video with the newest iPhone. You can take video and get like 8K resolution photographs from video stills. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's already there. But, uh, yeah, it's it's... If your words are short, then I think fire solves a lot of issues. I think so, too. Just gas. (laughs) Just gas it. Just get the gas, as as Ricada would say. But I honestly honestly think that, you know, like, this story needs to be brought out. I'm only one person. I'm I'm tiny in in the sea of things. But you know what? I'll scream as loud as I fucking can until people start listening. I'll never shut up about this. I haven't shut I haven't shut up about it in seven fucking years. And now now I have stuff that I can point to and say, look at this. <laughs> I before it was all first hand accounts. It was all in my first hand accounts, the guy just being a creep and being an asshole. But uh here you go. Here are actual actual victims speaking up, by the way. Actual people that have been victimized. That he's had conversations with and apologized to admitted admitted to selling their their 
there's stuff and and uh these people the same people saying that they were underage at the time when he was taking these compromising photos of them so again believe believe the evidence don't believe me believe his own words don't take my word for it unreal just unreal I mean, memory, memory can only serve you so much, but you know, the internet's fucking forever. Screenshots are forever. Archiving is forever. So take that for what you will. I think that's going to do it for me though. That's going to do it for me though. So again, don't contact these people, please. Just do everything you can to signal boost. Leave, Leave these people to their privacy. They want to talk about it. They'll talk about it. But for God's sake, don't let, don't let someone, including Mister Savage, keep getting away with this shit. Because this stuff is absolutely insane, and it needs to be brought out into the daylight and fucking flogged. Bigger than you realize, Kitchener would not have been in a success without me. It's clear that to uh, you know the potential to be greater than what you may fear to be. I mean. I really appreciate the I really appreciate the kind words, Ragnarok Knight. I'm just more of a realist when it comes down to this. It's like I absolutely um I I would absolutely love to command that type of uh presence, but I just I don't see it. <laughs> I just I just don't see it, unfortunately, because I just, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't, I just, I just don't, uh, I don't really look past that, right? I just, I live in that moment. Mr. Average. 2021 is worse than 2020. Only three months in, you have no hope for humanity anymore. Just the ready to end it all. <laughs> Need some good news. Need the cure for cancer needs to be found or found the fountain of youth. Fix these last years. Seriously. Turn the clock back. Like, can we just get a, can we just get a redo, <laughs> please? Yeah, like, it, I, I tell you, like, the problem, the problem with things right now, the problem with things right now is that you have a bunch of these individuals that are in positions where they have way more control than they should. And you have people like myself who get suppressed because those people fear individuals like myself, not necessarily me. Not, I'm not going to give myself ego about this. I'm just saying people like me, right? People who are honest, people who are raw, people who tell the truth, people who don't fucking hold back. That scares a lot of people. It's intimidating to a lot of people. So, when it comes down to it, they have to suppress us because if anyone starts to listen to us, they're in fucking trouble. And I think we're hitting that point. Because they're the the world that these people that have run fucking smoke screens for Mr. Savage. For years, they are the ones 
that hold the keys to all of us. They're the ones that are commanding all of these injustices. And it's up to people like you and I. It's up to people who who aren't going to stand for this crap anymore to stand up and fight back against them. We fight back by telling the truth. We fight back by standing true to our values, not buckling under pressure, and pushing through. And it's hard to do, but it has to be done. Because at the end of the day, these people don't have a solid base. They have a fluid base. Their morals shift more often than the, than the fucking... <laughs> they, they shift more often than, than the tides. In order to push back against this stuff, this all goes back to the conversation about being being beyond 25, right? 20 to 25. If you look at your life, if you're over 25, just look back. Look back to when you were 20 to 25. Look at who you were when you were 20 years old and look who you were when you were 25 years old. And you will see exactly where the world is right now. Because I can tell you, the vast majority of people um, you are not who you were not who you were when you were 20. Uh, you were not who you were at 25 when you were 20. You changed so many times, you probably lost count. Your values changed, your priorities changed, your morals changed. A lot of people. It's an uncomfortable truth. Fact is, we get shaped a lot by society. And when people finally stick their fucking flag in the ground and say, this is who I am. And this is who I am going to be going forward. That scares people. It scares people who haven't got there yet. That doesn't mean we should stop. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> wah, wah. Thank you guys so much for hanging out today and letting me ramble. Letting me just go on. But uh, I think we, we still have a lot of good to do. We have a lot of work to do. I'll tell you I changed. You went through a blaze that had, and uh, you changed many poor people, principles. You emerged as someone new. Absolutely. Everyone does. You can tell someone that's 20 years old that they are not going to be the same person in five years and they'll fight you tooth and nail. They'll fight you tooth and nail. Then in five years, they'll look back and be like, holy fuck. But there's tons of things every day that change that change our uh, direction in life. Every single thing. 
Exactly, Niren. Thank you guys so much. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. It's officially Easter. Officially Jesus Day. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> two more fun stuff and have this creepo. Go enjoy the candy that Bunny Jesus left you. Go enjoy the chocolate eggs. Go enjoy the, the chocolate crucifixes. Exactly. If they don't change within that time, they stun their, stunted their own personal growth. Absolutely agree. And I think this is a great topic. Because you can look at Easter, you can look at the story of the crucifixion of Jesus as that change, right? You look at look at how that how everything happened there. The story of how Jesus was crucified and then came back to life three days later. All that fun stuff. Look at that as uh as that topic. Yeah, I'll probably uh, I'll probably hop on Twitch. I'm probably gonna grab food really quickly and then be on Twitch. Uh, it, well, not quickly. It depends on how fast it gets here. But five years to a twenty year old, a quarter of their life, so they don't know exactly. That's exactly it, and they'll fight against it. You tell a twenty year old. You tell a twenty year old that they they don't know who they're gonna be in five years, and they will fight you tooth and nail like they do. You ask them when they're twenty seven. I'd be like, I had no idea what I was talking about. And I didn't know who I was until I was 28. Story of Jesus was a man with good values canceled by the world. Funny that history repeats itself. <laughs> Eat it, don't just grab it. <laughs> that could go for so many things, Nairn. That could go for so many things. But thank you guys so much for hanging out. It has been an absolute blast. Have yourselves a wonderful Easter weekend. Go out, grab some Easter chocolate, grab some Easter dinner, grab some Easter Jesus, and uh, have yourselves an absolute wonderful time. This has been yet another Knuckleheads. <laughs> As always, folks. Keep your stick on the ice. Bye-bye.